stall, 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 stall. I'm ready. I'm ready. Panic. Panic button time. Panic button time. Sorry, audio. Dude, he was 5'10, but his dick was like, I don't know, 10'7. I keep shaking my head too much and it's making my butt go crazy. Oh, God. Jizzy is short. I will spread for daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Boda Show. I'm going to be your host. Sure, thank you. You're welcome. I will be your host. (laughs) Sorry. I'm Soggy Boy, as you know. I have James, and I have Chris here with me today. Boys, how we doing? Fantastic. How are you, Zach? Yeah, Rona Rona James is no more. No mas. I am fully healthy. He's in the past. Clean and clear and under control, bitch. Nice. That sounded like like an acne wash commercial. It was. (laughs) Directly plagiarized. Was it really? Uh, I thought it was a crabs yeah. commercial. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I got it. Anyways, we got a great show for you guys today. <laughs> no more. Really? Clean and clear. Shaved every hair in my body. Good luck, crabs. Nair for men. It will still burn. Do you like looking you like what? Do you, do you like looking like you have herpes for two weeks? Nah. On your testicles. They may not work after. <laughs> It is like that, like Ford Ranger song, like burn, 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 burn. Oh, you Rogan? You ever nerd your balls? Do you and like driving in the middle of the desert? You on the ass. That's what it's like Nair driving for a Ford F one fifty. You gonna leave your F one fifty in your balls at home? Then come on down and buy some Nair at your near CVS. I don't really get that, if I'm going to be honest. Why are you leaving your balls and your F-150? How are you getting to CVS in this if scenario? If you drive an Chris? F-150, you most likely don't have balls. Deshaun Jackson signs with the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, good veteran pickup for a relatively young core. I'm upset because I think it ruins Van Jefferson's stock a little bit, but that's fine. I'm still not super worried about it. Deshaun Agreed. Jackson hasn't been fucking healthy in how long? Agreed. Well, that was my segue. Welcome to the Boda News. Do you want me to do the sound again? No. Um, I'm doing it anyway. Oh, my remix back. Uh, huge, huge trade of draft picks. What, Thursday? Dude, that was wild. That was crazy. It was the first trade in three years of, uh, you know, a top five pick. Uh-huh. Was it? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Very I didn't realize that. Yeah, so details of the trade. Obviously, San Francisco trades the 12th overall pick, a 2022, a 2023 first-rounder, and a third-rounder for Miami's number three overall pick. But wait, there's more. You'd be correct, James. That is because Miami went around, turned around, excuse me, and traded their 12th (laughs) overall pick and a first-round pick for next year for the sixth overall pick this year from the Philadelphia fucking Eagles. You dumbasses. I yeah, I gotta say this move doesn't make a lot of sense for Philly. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> really does yeah, not. No. Anything they need <laughs> no. is in that top ten, and there's like, yeah. Even for San Fran though. No, because I mean we're gonna talk oh. about this later, but San Fran's yeah. going quarterback. No, they're not. Okay, agree that they are. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna surprise a lot of people. 
Well, why would you not say you're not going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo or let him go or whatever? And then we'll talk him. about that at the turn, but I have a fucking answer for you. All right. So that was, those are the details of the trade. I mean, it was a huge trade. It's going to shake up. Yeah. I think it, it will shake up the, the trajectory of all three of those franchises. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is just staying the same. <laughs> at this point, we talked about this in garbage time, but now if they don't draft Panay Suel for Joe Burrow and get him protection and they draft anyone else, I'm canceling the Bengals. It's I, done. I, I would agree with that. I know we I know you talked about that on Sports Me. Yeah, I mean, they need to get him protection. Like, we saw what he could be last year and then obviously got injured because he has absolutely no one blocking for him. So, I agree with Zero. that. Agree. Agree. All right, well, let's move on. Um, Should head on down to CBS. <laughs> Flowing mountain tin cup smells like Do the you wild. Want real protection. Here's a 44 revolver and a pack of rubbers. Enjoy. <laughs> the most protection a single man can handle. Can we please move on from this? Anyways, the NFL is adding an extra game to the regular season, which I feel like kind of just, I don't know, went under the radar, or at least I haven't been paying attention since it happened earlier today uh shit's crazy man i I don't know i don't like it so to touch on this a little it's been in talk for at least three seasons now right i just don't see the difference that one game is going to make it's all about money it's a money move well well no see that's the thing i think the extra game is going to make a ton of difference and it's going to be negative okay negative difference elaborate well, meaning basically adding that extra game, you know, you're playing an opponent, first of all, that's outside of your conference because that's just how it looks like it worked, right? Right. For the most part. I don't For even the think most part. Had so most of the teams, that makes most, no of the, sense. most of the Wait, teams yeah. are at a disadvantage because now it's an uneven amount of games. So you could get stuck with more away games than home games. And if that happens, especially at the end of the season and you're going for a playoff push or something like that, it's critical. I mean, if we're bringing that into play, you're talking about a a 10-7 team now is most likely not going to make the playoffs compared to what used to be a A 10-6. Yeah, 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 agreed. I agree. There's a whole number of factors. You're talking about more injuries could come to it for that extra game. The point being is I think it's a money move. All the owners going to grab for an extra game of tickets. You can sell it like a playoff game. I mean, the last regular season game. but And now you have, like Zach said, an odd number of opponents. So it's I think it's a way to shake it up. It's it's the it's the number of home games versus away games. Because if you know, generally teams play better at home. Opponents. Well, no, no, you have an even number of opponents. What I'm saying is generally you have teams are better at home. Am I wrong? Am I right? Yeah. Oh, right, hundred yeah, percent. So if if some teams have nine and eight, you know they have a nine home games and eight away games, they have a you know a significant advantage over teams that only have eight home games. That's I mean that's that's what I think. So on a side note, I was looking up for relevance for at least whoever's here on who we would end up playing our teams respectively. You guys end up playing the Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. I saw. And we as the Browns would play the I Niners. I saw. That'd be brutal right before yeah, the playoffs. That's tough. Yeah. 
uh, somebody brought this up in our comments. One thing I would like to see is like removing the short week from the schedule. I think that would be yeah. the biggest benefit of that. But as of right now, I like it just because it's more football. But overall, I don't. I mean, I'm gonna have to digest it after a year and see how I really feel about it. Because I also yeah, like being able to challenge pass interference at first, but it just turned out to be another fucking timeout. Mm-hmm. And I agree in the sense where, like, when football season comes, obviously I know it's hard on the players to have Thursday games, Sunday games, Monday games, but it really is more football. It makes the week go by so much quicker when you have football Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. I agree, but, I mean, it, it sucks because the usually the week after that, you know, Thursday to Sunday game, or no, sorry, like a Monday to Thursday, like that shit sucks. That's oh, literally 100%. a two day turnaround. I mean that that I could do without, but you know, a short week like you know you play on a Monday night, then have to play on a Sunday, like that's fine. You know. Wait, what? <laughs> no team ever plays Monday night and then Thursday. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. No. Yeah. That it is happened a thing. last year because games were getting canceled due to COVID. No team plays a Monday night and then plays. The same Chris, Thursday. It's happened to the, the it happened to the Patriots like twice in the last five years. I I promise you. No team plays on a Monday night. Literally gets two days to practice and then plays again. All right. Well, we'll look this up because now I'm intrigued. I I can promise you. There's there's definitely been double prime time where you get a Sunday night and a Thursday night. But I think I'm with Chris. I really don't know if that's happened beyond like Sunday night, COVID Thursday year. night. Yeah. Yeah. Never a Monday. Thursday. I feel like a Monday Thursday's happened before. I I, like I, I think Chris is right. I think it was just a COVID thing. All right. Well, maybe yeah, it, it happened last year yeah, just because you, of the Zach. whole fuck up. Yeah, fuck, fuck me. Whatever. Yeah, fuck okay. you, Zach. Idiot. Believe James yeah. and not me. Right. Idiot. idiot. <laughs> we love you. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's two against one. So, I mean, I'm going to agree after both of you come at me. So, yeah, I fucking idiot. Yeah. Well, anyways, fuck the extra game. <laughs> Zach Wilson, uh, I don't know if you saw his, a couple of his clips from Pro Day, but uh, he was throwing some absolute fucking dimes out there. Yeah, his, uh, his invisible running back is really drawing the play action well. Uh, no, but I mean, realistically, that cross-body throw like down the field looked great. Yeah. Beyond stellar from the kid, and it was arguably going to be a one-two or, or a two or three pick. Yeah. <clears throat> Most likely a two. I mean, probably the two. He's probably the second overall pick. I think essentially at this point we've locked the one and two spots. Yeah. We'll get but into that. Know. We'll get into that. Uh, all right. We'll move on to the NBA. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, I don't know. I could have taken it. Joins, joins the – sorry. Joins oh, the you're Nets. Good. Uh, and then Andre Drummond, like maybe, I don't know, like 15 seconds later, joined the Lakers. So if, if you didn't think it wasn't going to be Lakers-Nets in the finals, enjoy. <laughs> It's the meme going around, but all this to beat a 36 year old. I know. Seriously. Wild. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they're, look, they're both good, like, depth pickups for their respective teams. Obviously, the Lakers short Anthony Davis for, however, much longer. I'm not really sure. Lamarcus Aldridge on the Nets, I actually don't really fully get, but I'm not a GM. Go for it. You want to get every fucking center in the world? Well, that's the thing. It's, a, it's all about the name. It's not about the actual product anymore. I mean, yeah. It was I, super teams, you know what I mean? Like, with the super teams, it's all about the names. Like, you know, they picked up um, the Marcus Cousins. He wasn't good anymore, but he was a he was a good name. 
I mean, yeah, he was like a year off of an injury and then got another injury, but like, but still, he didn't, he didn't, hasn't played well since. The NBA is all about names, though. I mean, yeah, it's a name league. Like, (laughs) it's, it's so much easier in the NBA to be a fan of a player as opposed to being a fan of a full team. Of a team. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Ah. why is my shirt? Let's let's move on. Uh, Austin Rivers was waived by the Thunder. Uh, He's expected to join the Bucks. So, I mean, good on him for moving on to a title contending team. So, I would never call the Bucks a title contending team. That's why I said it very gingerly. <laughs> yeah, look, he doesn't do anything. He gives you depth, but he's he's a hothead idiot. He's repeatedly gotten in trouble, and he's kind of gotten the locker room cancer stigma around him now. So, yeah. I don't see this making any difference in the Bucks lineup. No, I I mean, if if you know if what you're saying is true from what little I've seen, I mean. It could end up getting worse there. <laughs> I guess. I mean, he's he's still like I'm not taken away from his talent. He's a good player, but no, I meant for the, for the Bucks situation. Oh yeah, no, I don't think not it's, for him. <laughs> no, I don't think it's I good mean, for the Bucks. No. Um. All right. Well, Jalen Brown sets an NBA record, scoring the most amount of points within 20 minutes. Uh, he had 33 points in 19 minutes. Uh, yeah, he's he's fucking killing it right now. I mean, the Celtics have looked a lot better. Uh, since that, like, what, like three-game losing streak yeah jesus yeah, right after right. the break um yeah, right after the break yeah. oh jesus christ alabama <laughs> the celtics made which was very odd honestly enough this is a very odd trade deadline in general um yeah. but the Danny Ainge and the celtics actually made a ton of moves like on the deadline uh we were in rumor or we were in talks to get aaron gordon which i would have loved sadly he goes to denver and so does um yeah the nug the Nuggets looked think. good, huh? The Nuggets, the Nuggets made a couple moves to yeah, really solidify who they are. Oh, is, my, is my camera frozen? Yeah, it is. But I could kill for some <laughs> Nuggets right now. <laughs> but I gotta say, of any move we've made, getting Evan Fournier for two second round picks is mm-hmm. out. I mean, and I think we traded off like not Jeff Teague. Um, I forget who, but we traded off someone else. Evan Daniel Fournier, Tice, right? No, Daniel Tice is in a whole other. Oh yeah, yeah, Evan Fournier is good for like 19 points off the bench. He is a great sixth man. So I am pumped to have him on. Mo Wagner uh, kind of just looked lost if you watch the game, like his first game against the Bucks. I honestly, I watched the fourth quarter of that because I had written that game off at this at that point. I was like, all yeah. right, like as I said earlier on one of our shows, I just write off any like winning opponent for the Celtics, but they. Yeah dominated they held Giannis that night to 13 points which is not an easy task no I know I I was watching it at work and I was like damn these guys you know they're playing good market Marcus Smart was hitting that three hitting that three ball man that that was huge for them Marcus Smart even if he's not putting up a big like stat night the team is just still so much better with their core they're so much better when Tatum Brown Smart Kemba are all out there and Robbie Williams, I'm so excited for him to finally get meaningful minutes. I want him to be the answer. I just don't think he's gonna be. Dude, I'm telling you, just watch. Oh fuck! All right, what are you watching? Oh, uh, I'm watching March Madness right now. Sorry. Is it Bama? It's Bama. Are they losing still? They're down by one point with six seconds left. <laughs> really? Who's got the ball? Um, I think they're at the free throw line. Please tell Ooh, me, Bama? I'm right. Oh, Bama's at the free po- three uh, the free throw line. They got two. Ooh, that's anyway, good. 
Let's keep it That's rolling. Good. I'll I'll talk about March Madness. Yeah. Keep well, I mean, hey, you know what? We're we're in the depths oh. of it. What happened? Oh, you fucking kidding me? He just threw that off the back iron. Jesus Christ! Keep going. I'm gonna throw up. What's the score? It's sixty-three to sixty-two. UCLA. Wait, he missed both free throws. He missed one. He whipped oh, it off the back iron. He only iron. got one. Oh my god! And who has Please the ball? Please get now? that. Oh my god! He didn't get the second one. Dude, what? Fuck. Mm. Are you kidding me, dude? Why would you put him at the line? Fuck. Well, that's it. Ah, uh, damn it. That's my bracket. All right. Yep. Fuck it. Just keep it rolling. Anyway, <laughs> Wait, were you perfect up until now? No. Oh, no, okay. No. It's like, dude, if you think I called Oral Roberts, you're Oral Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. If you picked Oral Roberts, I would have called you God anyways. All right. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, well, James obviously likes the new look Celtics. Uh, the Wolves, I do. The Wolves held the Rockets scoreless. So, all right. So what happened where the Wolves were down deep, the Timberwolves were down bad. And I don't actually know the score line off the top of my head, but they held the Rockets to no points through seven minutes and 30 seconds, seven and a half minutes in the fourth. Wow, that's crazy. Staged to come back. Unbelievable. It was wild. Cat was just fucking hitting everything. He was automatic. I think he only missed maybe one, if that. I got to watch those highlights. All right. It well, that's sick. That's awesome. Thank you. I for think they turned around there. and lost to the Rockets the next night. It was dope. Seven minutes without I would hate if I was a Timberwolves fan. <laughs> I know. Got a standings update. 76ers mm-hmm. and Jazz have gone absolutely nowhere. They're still leading their conferences. Yeah. But we have a little bit of change in the West. The Lakers are starting to slip a little bit, guys. We might see them fall into those like lower seeds. Because I've said this. The Lakers are bad without LeBron. They're not a no, good they team. Are. They are bad without LeBron. I understand that. But it's going to be, you know, your theory is going to be proven correct when they slide down the standings. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how quick LeBron magically comes back from that high ankle sprain. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Yeah. Well, let's move on. I think it's the hot topic. March Madness, James. You take Fuck it away. me. Take it away. Yeah, so as we're recording this, as a lot of you just heard, I mean, anyone who's fucking listening to it, James. Uh, <laughs> UCLA has beat Alabama 65-62. to 62. At least there's four seconds left, so I'm willing to call that. If they make a fucking half-court shot, I'm in. I'm back. The Pac-12 has been the story of the Sweet 16 plus round of 32. So far, they've just been crushing. UCLA is obviously the name to talk about right now. But Oregon and USC match up tonight at 945, post-recording this. Uh, Florida lost to Michigan, or Florida State lost to Michigan earlier today, which sucked. Gonzaga beat Creighton. Not shocked. Creighton was fine, but Gonzaga is just very, very good. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? what? They just score? I think Alabama might have hit a shot. Wait, really? No, uh, Al- I You've yes, Alabama nah. stays alive. I just saw the tweet. I just saw the tweet. Oh Let's go, baby. God. Alabama went to overtime. I've read them all. Let's go, Bama. Roll tide, bitch. Did they make a half court. Woo, no, they inbounded it and just nailed a three. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Back to the show. Jesus Christ. Hold on. I'm getting this live stream up. Yeah, you should. Yesterday, uh, we were treated to Syracuse Houston, which was awful. I say treat, but it was bad. It was a 16-point loss. Houston moves on. Arkansas barely slipped by Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts almost kept the Cinderella story going, 72-70. to 70. Arkansas, though, watch out for them to make a run at this point because Arkansas is good. 
Baylor beat Villanova, which is Baylor's one of my favorite one seeds in this whole thing, ignoring Gonzaga. They were a very strong, very physical team, and they outbodied Nova. And then back in the Pac-12, Oregon State beat Loyola 65-58. Shit. Uh, so I heard none of that. But I found the <laughs> highlight. That was a fire-ass shot. That was unbelievable. That was so a fucking amazing you shot. You guys keep talking. I'm going to post that on our All Instagram. right, please, please do that. All right, well, that's our March Madness update. We're going to segue right into the NHL for you guys. I'm going to go quick. All right. Buffalo. Quick, like lightning. Go. Buffalo could, in fact, break the NHL losing record. <laughs> uh, they, they, are, they have lost 17 games in a row. They are historically bad right now. The record is 18. They need to lose two more times to take the record, and I'm so hoping that that happens. Amazing. Uh, it's just sad. It's it's so sad because they have skilled sad. players on their team, but that franchise is just a fucking black hole at this point. Anyways, <laughs> I got I dude, hey man, you're talking to the wrong guy I, right now. No, I know. I'm just saying it's 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 just an insanely bad streak. I think even if you you know don't watch hockey, you can look at that and say, Jesus, like 17 games in a row is no joke. How do you keep going as a player? I feel like at some point I'd just be like, oh, I don't know, like but like I feel like Jack Eichel and Taylor Hollow probably sitting in the locker room every day after a fucking game, just like cool, whatever. We knew this was gonna happen anyway. I heard Taylor like, Hall just getting depressed. Requested a trade. Oh, of course he did. Why wouldn't he? He signed Taylor with Hall them. kisses his grandfather on the he list. He signed with them in the fucking offseason and then requests a trade because you're that bad of a team. He signed a one-year deal and he can't stick it out because they're that bad. <laughs> Wait, that's All amazing, right? really? Yeah. He signed okay. a one-year deal. Love you, Taylor Hall. It's fucking amazing. Like, you know you're bad if that happens to you as a team. Moving on to the opposite end of the spectrum, Capitals are the hottest team right now. They've won 10 of their last 11. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're looking like a freight train right now. They're going to they're gonna fall off eventually, but I, I don't know. When? The only team that's been able to beat them are the Bruins, and they haven't played them in a while. So, mm-hmm. uh, But speaking of, going to hit the old panic button. On uh, on the Bruins, yeah. The Bruins look fucking awful. I am very worried. I, I think their playoff chances are very getting very uh, getting very small now. Where are they actually sitting? They're sitting at the four seed, but Philadelphia yeah. and the Rangers are right there. Now the question is, what the fuck happened? Philly can get Philly. Philly's the kind of team that can get hot very fast. Mm-hmm. Always towards the end. Yeah, you're right. And the Bruins need to be up because they always crash towards the end of the season. Right. Well, but what they need to do is they need to, you know, go out and they need to be active at the trade deadline in order for them to even have a chance. They need help now. So they need to get rid of some, they need to, you know, expend some of their picks or, you know, prospects or whatever. You got to go out and get a guy like uh, Jack Eichel, like Taylor Hall. You need that infusion of superstar power right now. You, you need it. And you also need more uh, veteran presence with the defense too. I mean, it just that's a, another thing that you have to get. You have to get both. If you only get one or the other, or if you get one and then you know try to go cheap with the other, it's not going to work. You have to get both. It's I just don't know what happened. We were killing it at the beginning of the season. Right. Well, we're in the dip. We're in the dip now, and then we're going to come up. We're going to come up right at the right time, I think. I, that's what that's what I, I think. don't know. I'm, this dip is bad. I'm panicking right now, but I I really truly think that they'll come back up 
but I I don't think they're gonna they're not a cup contender right now. They're a playoff hopeful is what I'll give them. But moving on, that's my panic button. Division leaders, they're all still the same. We got the Maple Leafs in the north, the Capitals in the east, the Vegas Golden Knights in the west, and Tampa Bay still in first place in the central. Um, all right. Well, so we're moving on, Chris. <laughs> Is that Pierre yeah, Maguire? Maybe. Is that Pierre Maguire eating a corn dog? It's I think always right. no Pierre banana. Maguire eating a corn oh, it's, dog. A, it's a banana. <laughs> See, that's awkward, James. All right. I'm going to bring up some MLB. So, banana. opening day right around the corner, Thursday, April 1st. That was like uh, close it's approaching to the puberty quick. video Chris and I had to watch. It's called Just Around the Corner. <laughs> a what video? Like, do you have sex ed in high school? <laughs> no, it was like elementary school. Oh, my God. What? It was uh, sex it's like, ed? No, remember when we had to watch Just Around the Corner? It was like, Just Around the Corner. No. It was like you, you were smart sick. in school. Remember, I was in special classes. I mean, I was smart enough to get by. <laughs> I didn't even have to take um, sex ed in middle school high school. I got special classes instead. Dude, quick yeah. side. Quick side thing. I went from 30th in our like class or something like that to having like a 2.2 GPA <laughs> in college. <laughs> After I the got in early, I was like, though. I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. If you go to a real college, it's very different. I mean, I went to a real college, Chris. The fuck you does that mean? went to Johnson and Wales, I mean. dude. What? That's what I mean. Because you are not really focused on school, per se, because there's so much around you at all times. I, I went to a community college. Academic parole. <laughs> <laughs> that just proves my probation. point. Yeah, for academic probation. There we go. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, back to MLB. We got opening day seat, coming up. Kid. All right, yeah, opening All day. MLB teams. Shampoo. <laughs> Fuck. All right. All MLB teams will have fans at some point throughout this season. Most teams already have a plan set for opening day, but some teams don't. And at some point, every team will have fans in their stadiums. Which is amazing, unless you're a Red Sox fan, because it's over four hundred dollars a ticket. That's, yes. Uh, no, sad. dude. I saw bleacher tickets for eighty bucks, which made me want to vomit. Where? I already Fun looked machine. at all the stop prices. Bleacher. Nah, I'm going to buy tickets. Finish the MLB report. God damn it! Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm. Um. MLB may move All-Star Game out of Georgia after the recent backlash regarding the new voting reform law in Georgia. Why politics are playing a role in this at all, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous, but MLB may move the All-Star Game. Now, on to some teams and injuries. Red Sox. We got Nathan Avaldi, new opening day starter, Eduardo Rodriguez is dealing with a dead arm, but may pitch during the first series against the Orioles. He already pitched out of the bullpen, I think yesterday. So yeah. why he's not the starter, I don't know. But I do. Um, I, I, I prefer about this. I talked about, yeah, I, I'm with you, but I talked about this on Sports Me. Like, this is the second straight year that Erod could have and couldn't because of an injury. Y- you cannot have your first game. And especially because we never have opening day as our like first game, right? Is that never. is that how it actually lines up this year or no? Yeah, every yeah. single team will play April first. So with that, 
we cannot fucking lose. We can't have Eduardo Rodriguez thrown out there with like even 10% less velocity and lose to the fucking Orioles that have a 0% chance at making the playoffs. Somebody gave them a fucking zero. They said no way the Orioles make the playoffs. Actually correct. Mm-hmm. There's and no way you could. I do mean, that. the Orioles are going to get wins. I don't think they're going to be as bad as the Sabres, but <laughs> you never know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know, man. Buffalo's a black hole, but so is Baltimore. I don't know. Pittsburgh can pull out a couple wins, but the problem is, especially with Eduardo Rodriguez, if he's not at 100%, he tanks and he gets in his head and it just gets worse throughout the season. So starting Nasty Nate, I think, is only a good thing, which is awesome. Uh, moving on, Christian Vasquez was hit in the eye during a ball drill Thursday. He has a huge bruise above his eye and a laceration under it, under it. but he should be good to go opening day. Uh, the Yankees' Luke Voigt is on the injured list with a partial meniscus tear. He agreed to get surgery, I believe, Tuesday. So he should be out at least a couple months, probably after the All-Star break. He'll return. Uh, Blue Jays, George Springer rehabbing grade two strain on left oblique. That's not what you want. Yeah, especially George Springer. Yeah, right. The star you just brought in. (laughs) No. So he's been rehabbing for a bit, though. So they're saying he may be back within like five, six weeks. Could be sooner, but we'll have to see how that goes. Um, Tough news out of Seattle. Mariners Kyle Lewis dealing with bad knee bruise from colliding with outfield wall Friday, I believe. So the injury was initially a knee bruise, and now they're saying it's a lot more serious and big hit for the 2020 AL Rookie of the Year. So Mariners are in a tight spot there. Yes, sir. Athletics, uh, Mike Fires starting on the injured list. He hasn't even pitched all spring due to back and hip issues. So they're projecting that he may be back after the all-star break, but good chance he doesn't even pitch this season. And Nationals. Over, James, sorry. Yeah, I saw it. Fucking annoying. What? Uh, UCLA's up up eight with like 40 seconds left. It's over. Wow, really? Yeah. What was UCLA ranked? 13 or something like that? Yeah. What's Alabama ranked? Two. Oof. A lot of upsets. My kind of game. Anyway. Uh, to the Nationals, Will Harris diagnosed with blood clot and right arm. T- test came back negative, but he's waiting to meet with the team doctors Tuesday, so good chance he doesn't start opening day. Starlin Castro, mild left hamstring strain. He got Tuesday. He'll resume jogging and should play opening day. And probably the biggest hit is to the Rays. Nick Anderson sidelined at least eight weeks due to partial ligament tear in right elbow. Uh, Hasn't even discussed surgery yet, but if I'm correct, Nick Anderson was huge for the Rays on their World Series run last year. And that is a big hit for the Rays, especially their starting rotation. Chris, no love for Eloy Jimenez in the... Add it in. Sorry, I didn't even yeah, find that. Uh, Eloy Jimenez tore his peck trying to catch a ball during spring training. Uh, I think he was trying to rob a home run and will miss five to six months. 
bad. I didn't even see that. Oh. It's bad for the White Sox. It's a star, yeah, it too. Yeah. Dude, a torn pec is rough, too. It's disgusting. It's like your whole chest. Ugh. You guys see that incline bench video where the guy ripped his fucking pec? Yeah. yeah. yeah it was oh. gross. He goes, you just see his shoulder. Yeah. Oh, dude. Disgusting. Terrible. Anyways, let's move on, guys. Thank you so much. That was the Bowdoin News. It's the Bowdoin News. Let's move on to our next segment. Everybody. Welcome to Master Debaters. It's like the Batcave or something. I don't know. Um, Batman. Um, all right. Well, boys, I know we talked about this earlier on the show. <laughs> but I think there is a debate here because I think there's a lot of different interpretations on where the 49ers are going to go at that number three pick. And quite frankly, I think it all relies based solely on the fact that they're not getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. So why would they go quarterback? They're getting rid of Jimmy. I can't believe you buy into that. You're better I than agree. that, Zach. You are better than that. But tell no, me, but that's the, th- but that's the thing. Like, you know, if, if you're, if you're a GM, you, you know, what I'm saying is again, if they are keeping Jimmy, which I'm not saying I buy into, but what I'm saying is that if it involves keeping Jimmy and you draft a quarterback at, three it doesn't make any sense so because they're not keeping jimmy it's smoke season zach come on i understand that you understand that so what is them saying or like leaking anything let's look at it this perspective right that same morning there was a leak that the jets are leaning towards wilson right yeah what that does is drop sam darnold's trade value to fucking here that doesn't raise him up because he now becomes expendable because they're getting another quarterback so with that, the Niners are at that three spot and it's still like a mystery. They could still, like you said before, go Jamar Chase. They could go so well. They could go fucking a quarterback like Chris and I think. But if they say that, if they're like, if anything leaks out, they've already said that Jimmy Garoppolo is like their plan. So that kind of creates that doubt where it doesn't quite tilt the scale down. It kind of like varies it. Okay. Because you could be talking about a whole round's worth of difference in a draft pick for someone who's like, oh, we're moving on from him or not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that does make sense. I understand that. Yeah. And I I get that, you know, yeah. it's ultimately for driving up yeah, his trade yeah. value, but I still think at the end of the day, he's going to, you know, he's going to end up being a 49er. He may be a 49er, but that brings me to my point. If you're GM, and you wind up somehow with the third pick overall. I mean, why would you not, especially with the amount of QBs on the list, you're going to take quarterback, whether Jimmy stays, if you have the chance to potentially better your quarterback situation, which personally, I think Jimmy G is a mediocre quarterback for the Niners. Sure. He, they made it to a super bowl, but was it solely through Jimmy? No. And if you have the chance to better as a quarterback with a third overall pick, you're going to do that. I think nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 situations. If you have the third overall pick with all these quarterbacks on the line, 
and you're still kind of undecided on your quarterback situation, you know, is he staying? Is he going? We want him to stay, but we're not really sure. We may pursue options. You're going to take a quarterback. I mean, I guess I understand that, but what I'm saying is like, you know, you're also, you know, a GM at the number three spot and there are other players. I, I think you take a player that, you know, has the most value to you, not, not, you know, a, a position of quarterback like that, but, a, you know, a, a, a skill player, like a wide receiver. You do I mean, not trade up into the top three for a receiver. For a receiver, yep. There's no way. Agreed. Name a receiver that's ever been drafted top five. Calvin Johnson? Doubt. I don't think so. Drafted number two overall, right behind Jamarcus Russell? That's different. Don't bring Megatron oh, that, into Oh, this. that's different? That's different. I Don't I provided I have provided this. an example which you asked for. I know I'm correct. He was no, yeah, caught me in 2007, first round, second pick. My All next right, question. So, there so you is go. there someone as good as Calvin Johnson in this draft? That's a receiver. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah. But yeah, Jamar Chase. No, Jamar Chase okay. would be very good. He is a future wide receiver one, but he is not Calvin Johnson. Okay, that's fine. But if you have a player like a Calvin Johnson in this draft, do you not go out and get him? I guess, but I don't see a player like Calvin Johnson in this draft that's not Kyle Pitts, that's not sitting later. I understand that, but, I mean, yeah, he didn't play for that long, but Calvin Johnson was a game-changing piece. So you don't think there's a game-changing piece? I do, and I think his name is Justin Fields. Okay. So that's your game-changing piece. Why are you so adamant on Justin Fields at the number three spot? Because he's going to be there, and he's miles better than Trey Lance or Mac Jones, Jones, which I've seen too. If Zach Wilson, if the Jets don't take Zach Wilson, it's Zach Wilson. If 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 the Jets don't take Zach Wilson, then the 49ers would have a fucking steal of the century because I think Zach Wilson is also a step above. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but if the Jets don't take him, you don't know what the Jets are. No, I'm saying like I mean, kind of do, but. No, like additionally, like if that actually happened, which it probably won't, but if it does, that'd be honestly, I think crazy for them to pass so, up Zach Wilson too. That's another thing to think about too, though, is the 49ers just sold out the next three years for their first round pick. So obviously they have a plan when you trade up this far. Plus, there's a good chance if you're thinking if you kind of build off that huge third overall pick and you get a stud you kind of place well, make it far on the playoffs. That's their hope. And then they don't, they're not going to draft as you know, so far up front next year or in the future. So the point being is they're definitely going for a quarterback. There's no way you trade this far up, give two years worth of first round picks. Okay, fine, 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 fine. All right. You convinced me. I get it. And this is whatever. the first ever admittance on Master Debater. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, both of you guys have really good points. And, like, it just, you know, it, it's just the – I just don't think he, you know, he would be traded to any other team but New England. And I, and I don't yeah. think that's going to happen. So, I just – that's that's my thought process here, you know. and Fair. I think uh, I think if there's a you know a, a talent like they they need a wide receiver you know they need an they need an X yeah they essentially just have two slots right so I could see him going to Houston I mean yeah I could too but Jim wait Jimmy Garoppolo 
Yeah. yeah. For some reason, that feels very Brock Osweiler to me, and I don't like it. It does, like, but also Jimmy G and so. Brock Osweiler, I think, are closer than you think. No, not really. Nah, I compare nah, this to very much. No. They remind me of each other a lot. No. You were you were wrong, sir. All right. Well, that ends the debate because I changed sides. I want to so. say one more thing <laughs> that's not necessarily related in like trying to shit on Zach. But no, to fine. justify for Niners fans, like essentially before the injury bug, you guys didn't have any gaps. Any gaps that would have been fixed in that first or in the in your spot, right? Cornerbacks, maybe an aging offensive line, questionable questionable quarterback. So sending all those picks away and essentially thinking I can get my game changing piece at three, that's why you do it. That is the gamble that they're taking. Does that make sense? I felt like I kind of went off. I blacked out there for a little bit. I'm not no, it's fine. It's all right. Anyways, um, <laughs> shut up. We'll move on. Let's go to our last segment for tonight. It is the Boda Trash Bag. I don't know what the noise is for that, but anyways, moving on. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a garbage can sound. I don't it's know what that is. It's a dump truck backing up. <laughs> You're good. You're good. First thing in the trash bag, the NBA for super teams. Fuck that shit. Okay. Okay. Um, Second in the trash bag, Marshawn Lattimore. You're rich. Why are you buying a stolen gun? Yeah, idiot. (laughs) Idiot. It's just me and James talked about that briefly. It's the wrong kind of piece, bro. The fact that you have that kind of money and you're like... This gun, this thing stolen. <laughs> this yes, is sir. a nice gun. I want that. Yeah. How do you Boulder, do this? Thing? That's a nice bowl. How, How do you use this? What does it do? Dude, I mean, nope. if no, <laughs> I have this stolen gun on me. If it keeps up the trend, um, ah, oh, damn, that was a brutal comment. If it keeps up the trend of players from Cleveland getting arrested in Cleveland and then coming to Cleveland, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Is he from Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, hilarious. All right, cool. Yeah. Get Love him on a fucking like, cheap-ass million-dollar deal like we did Reem. Let's go. <laughs> I know. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, next in the trash bag, the Bruins Stanley Cup chances in, uh, in the garbage. Let's see you later. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I thought Chris was going to have one, but Drew. Oh, next in the fucking... trash bag. Oh, Drew. You Drew asshole. for not being here. Yep. That, there wow. it is. Thanks, Chris. Also, next in the trash bag, the NFL for putting money over everything. True Fuck dad. you, Roger Goodell. <laughs> the NCAA. Oh, the NCAA. They should definitely be in that bitch. Yeah, they should. Oh, dude, with those fucking the discrepancies. Wow. All they do, <laughs> and all they do is fucking rip off the athletes. Dude, um, Don Staley, the South Carolina coach, said this, but she said, like, it's very clear that everything the NCAA said or did was for a soundbite and they don't actually care about right. Like diversity or like, right. Cool. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's again, it's a corporation, but anyways, um, me, I'm in the trash bag for playing <laughs> Monday and Thursday night in the same week. I just, uh, I overbear. I, I guess I just went off. I don't know. I played Monday and Thursday night, Chris, that's what Chris wrote. I'm reading verbatim. So, oh god, we're doing the notes thing again. No, end it. <laughs> oh god, what Florida Dengus? 
<laughs> yeah, I know, dingus. I know what you're talking about. Anyways, oh, dear God. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we are the Boda Boys. I'm Soggy Boy. I got Chris. I got James. You guys know where to find us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. I, I heard the episode. Dude, I don't think we're, we're not actually on Stitcher after that whole thing. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Stitcher is. I don't even know what actually exists. I don't know if I made up an app. Oh, did you really? <laughs> no, it's real. Never mind. Stitcher made all for right. podcasts, except ours. Oh, all right. Fair enough. We're Sick. not on Stitcher, so don't, so don't, so don't try that. Yeah, Sounds like a Stitcher. Fuck off. <laughs> What's up, bro? You want to fight? I'll meet you on Stitcher. Yeah, all right. I gotta no, go it's called out. Fister. Oh, God. The more it's aggressive grinder. Yeah. All you right, can either well, fight someone and get all fisted. their differences. Guys, please, please check Fister. out our YouTube page. Go like, go subscribe, do it up. We got some awesome content in there, edited by yours truly. <laughs> Gotta plug myself. You know how it is. And plug my hole. Check out the website, guys. Thebotasports.news. Check out our merch. It's on Teespring. It's great. James designed it. Most of it. It's pretty fire. All right. Well, good talking to you guys. Appreciate it. Love you. <laughs> you guys just left me hanging. I, I'm trying to play that game where Megan slaps, tries to slap my hand, but I'm too quick. Oh, fair enough. Stay beautiful. Right, well, stay soggy, please. Don't do See it. See No. Stay. No. Yabo. No. <laughs> yes. He's still recording. He's still recording. Oh, yeah, no, it's still going. Yeah, I got my finger on the going. trigger. He's, I know, he's waiting. Stay, Yabo. Stay, no. Stay, Yabo. Uh, uh. The war already got to. Mr. Roboto. Stay beautiful.